Thank you for listening to this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA. A transcript of this podcast will be made available online soon. From 1995 to 2010, China's trade with Africa increased from only $10 billion to more than $120 billion U.S. dollars. Between 2005 and 2010, 14% of China's investment abroad went to sub-Saharan Africa. Trade and investment has boosted employment in Africa and, according to The Economist, has made basic goods cheaper. But underneath the statistics, what has been the experience of Chinese companies in Africa? I'm Conrad Chua, Head of MBA Admissions, and with me to discuss her experience of working for a Chinese company in South Africa is Yolanda Yue, a current student of the Cambridge MBA. Yolanda, first tell us about your experience in South Africa before you joined the Cambridge MBA. Okay. Uh, first, I graduated uh, in 2006. Um, I studied in Beijing. And then after I graduated, I, I uh, um, joined a Chinese company which is based in Shenzhen. But the company is quite international and it was expanding its international business. So I was transferred from Shenzhen to South Africa in Johannesburg, actually. Uh, and I spent my last five, six years in Johannesburg. Uh, my first uh, position was like a uh, sales support engineer. Then after like two years, I... Um, take the position as solution manager. So I was working, I was dealing with the uh, telecom operators, mainly in South Africa, but also cover a few Africa countries. So Yolanda, what did your family and friends in China, what did they say when you told them you were moving to South Africa? First, my family is quite uh, fine with it because uh, I made all my major decisions since high school. But there are certainly there are lots of Chinese people they don't understand why I want to stay in Africa because in their mind Africa is a poor, hot country and like full of danger. Till now, I think still lots of them they don't understand it. So Yolanda, can you tell us? Uh a bit about the different types of Chinese companies that are in South Africa. Okay. Uh, there are lots of Chinese companies uh, uh, expanding their market in Africa, including those like uh, banks, uh, the Chinese government funds, uh, like the um, heavy uh, machinery companies, and the my previous company, uh, which is one of the biggest Chinese telecommunication companies as well. China is actually one of the major suppliers in South Africa, especially for the whole household commodities. In Johannesburg, there are two or three wholesale centers uh, that sell household commodities. I know lots of people from uh, suburban area that come to those wholesale centers and buy large quantity products and then sell them in the villages in South Africa. From your own experience working for a Chinese telecoms company, um, for the last six years in South Africa. What has the perceptions of Africans about Chinese companies, how has that changed during your time there? At the very beginning, uh, most of the local companies, the perceive the Chinese company for their low quality, low cost, and like poor service because at the beginning we don't uh, speak like English well, so there's probably lots of misunderstanding between the local people and the Chinese, and they think we don't respect their culture. Pro- I mean properly, uh, but uh, you know uh, by cooperating with the local uh, companies for a few years, I 
think their perception is greatly changed. Uh, first, uh, I mean, for the Chinese companies, especially my previous company, uh, we take, like we always say, we take the customer as a god. We serve them. We uh, we got the best service after seal service, and we can respond immediately when there's any problem with the client's network. So I think the customer appreciate, and that is why we get good market share in this South African market. I think many of them said our product quality, um, we uh, are very competitive to the other Western suppliers as well. So you would say that uh, Chinese companies have increased their quality during the time that you were there in South Africa, and that's changed the perceptions of South Africans towards Chinese companies. Yeah, first, uh, uh, the quality was not that bad at the beginning, but by the understanding of the local market, we can better meet the customer requirements, and of course the quality has been improved. So Yolanda, what are some of the opportunities for Chinese companies in South Africa? My previous company, we entered the South Africa market the year 2000. And at that time, I have to say, uh, because we were a Chinese company and we, don't, we didn't have any international experience, it's quite difficult for us to expand the overseas market. Many of the Western players are doing business in Africa, actually. Like in telecom, I know France Telecom, like uh, Vodafone, they all have invested lots of subsidiaries in Africa. So by doing business with Africa uh, companies, actually we get the chance to practice our experience and the compatibility with the uh, higher profile companies, like most of the management level are uh, from the European countries. So we learned how to do business we with Europe players at the same time when we were doing business in Africa. Oh, so that, that's quite interesting, Yolanda. You're saying that um, Africa has been a very useful training ground for Chinese companies who want to internationalize. What are the main differences in the telecoms market between uh, China and South Africa? Africa telecom operators, they want to launch their network as soon as possible, so the time to market for the service is also more demanding than in China. Oh, so you're saying that in South Africa, the market, the uh, your, your customers are actually more demanding than the customers in China? Yeah, that's true. Uh, South African market uh, is a bit different from other African market because most of the players in South African market are very high profile um, telecom operator, like one of them, MTN, actually has uh, over 20 subsidiaries in uh, Africa and the Middle East. And the other major player, Vodacom, is uh, a joint venture um, with uh, Vodafone, which is also another major player in Europe. So to, they actually have very high standard on the supply, and they used to to work with uh, the top uh, Western uh, telecom infrastructure suppliers. So that is why when we first came to this country, they were quite demanding uh, to my previous company, and I know they didn't want to talk to our contact. I mean, um, oh, they contact didn't want to talk to you? Yeah, it was like that. Mm. <laughs> so, Yolanda, you've been in the Cambridge MBA for the last three months. What have you learned during this time that 
if you had known earlier, you would have done things differently in South Africa? This MBA program, we have to work together with um, people from other countries in uh, the projects, in the consulting projects. So you got to know how to understand the people with completely different cultural background and with different personality. So Yolanda, do you want to go back to South Africa after the MBA? Yeah, South Africa is the best place to com- combine my Chinese experience and my Africa experience. So I want to be someone who can connect those two cultures and connect those two business. Thank you very much, Yolanda, for giving us a very good overview of the experience that Chinese companies have had in South Africa. Great, thank you.